0: I see with my own naked eye. I gotta cut the cord and fall away. That instinct I can justify. And on, please. Dumois has the whole did story. Did you hear
1: what Dumois, Dumois? said? Who is it? Oh, Can you believe this blind item? Dumois was on that
0: story a long time Sunday ago. Sunday mean celeb sightings with I Dumois. I just DM Dumois. I cannot believe what I just read about. I need Dumois. more. I need to hear more. Hello, and welcome to Do You, the show where you'll hear all the latest in celeb gossip and special exclusives that are not shared on my Instagram or anywhere else. I'll be your guide into the world of celeb news, sightings, and secrets. I will be giving you all of the information I have on your favorite topics every week. This week, we're talking about Bethany Frankel, Ben Affleck and JLo, Sophia Bush, Selena Gomez, Zendaya... Lizzo and Taylor Swift. We're discussing all of this with hit podcaster and former award-winning casting director Donna Bowling. Let's get started. Before we dive into the latest celebrity intel, let's talk about a different kind of drama. The kind that involves our furry co-stars, our pets. I wanted to share a message from our partner, Spot Pet Insurance, who is here to help. With unexpected veterinary bills. What's that? Well, with spot pet insurance, you can get up to 90% cash back on eligible vet bills. You you would need that. Yeah. Saving up to 90% on vet bills sounds fantastic. <laughs> it sure is. And get this. Spot pet insurance plans cover not only unexpected accidents and illnesses, but also offers an optional preventative care benefit. It can help with the cost of routine wellness, vaccines, and more. Is it pricey? Probably less expensive than a surprise $1,800 vet bill, and you know what that's like. It's not pretty. Just head over to spotpet.com for a free quote. Paid ad from Spot Pet Insurance, waiting periods, annual deductibles, co-insurance, benefit limits, and exclusions may apply. For all terms, visit spotpetins.com forward slash sample dash policy. Insurance plans are underwritten by either Independence American Insurance Company or United States Fire Insurance Company and produced by Spot Pet Insurance Services, LLC. Here on Do You, we do not like misleading info. That's why I do my best to be transparent with the most up-to-date intel on all of your favorite celebs. You can trust that I will never intentionally dupe you. Sadly, in life, we do have to deal with a lot of sneaky terms, annoying bill hikes, and exorbitant fees that we did not anticipate. We call that yada yada. Here on Do You, we do not like yada yada. Now, you could spend all of your time combing through contracts, or you could just skip the hassle and go with a trusted brand like Metro by T-Mobile, helping you to get ahead and not pull you back. That's right, you don't take yada yada from life, so don't take yada yada from your wireless provider. Metro by T-Mobile has no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises, and not a yada yada. Never settle for less, I know I never do, And now that I don't have to worry about sneaky yada yada, I have time to dedicate my time to making the best content for you guys. Stop by one of over 6,000 Metro stores nationwide. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the podcast. Today's guest, I discovered her scrolling... On TikTok, as I often do for many hours in the dark in my bedroom. I think everyone could relate to that. Um, I call it my wind down time. And I came across a TikTok of her giving her opinion on Bethany Frankel, which which I love to hear people's opinion on her. Only because she has such a strong voice on the Internet. Mm -hmm. So I think it's important. You know, to hear another side of what she's saying, because I do think a lot of the things that she says can be polarizing. Please welcome, without further ado, Donna Bowling. You are a personal branding coach, which I, before we started recording, I said I love that because I love branding. <laughs> um, motivational speaker, former award winning casting director, and host of the Daily Dose of Donna podcast. Welcome uh. to Do You.
1: Thank you so much, Dew. I just need to say, and I'm sure everyone says this, but like legit, I was just telling my followers over on TikTok, I was like, you know that I'm not like a huge manifestation person, but when I started Daily Dose of Donna in January of this year, I was like, I just need to be on Dew Moi's podcast. Like that's the, that's the goal. That's the thing that will make this feel like legit. So you are making all my dreams come true, girl.
0: Oh my goodness. Well, I am so flattered to hear that because I am not a podcaster (laughs) by trade. Um, You know, many people will say I'm a horrible podcaster. I try my best. I've only been doing this since podcasting, that is. I think since 2021, maybe 2022. January of 2022, I think, is when we first launched this podcast. So when people come on and say they've been wanting to come on, I'm so flattered because I'm not like a seasoned podcaster I'm a newbie just yeah like but you, you baby. know what you know what do like I
1: noticed and I see this all the time people are so nervous to get started and like try something new like for example the podcast it's not about it's really about the content you're bringing like you have killer content people will always tune in and like follow your stories or whatever because you bring the goods people don't want to hear fluff and I feel like they get right to it with you so you don't have to be like a seasoned broadcaster to have a good podcast
0: Okay, well, thank you. I appreciate that compliment. <laughs> I used to be, listen, I used to be really hard on myself about it, but now I just, like you said, like I'm here to deliver the news. And I don't know if a lot of people know this, but my podcast, I think I've said it, falls under the news category. A lot of really, pop, yes, a lot of pop culture podcasts are in the comedy category or TV and TV film. And film. I'm in the news category. I think I talked about this maybe on Ryan Bailey. So I'm like up against like the New York Times podcast. Oh my God, we better be serious today. So so every time I check the charts, you know, I'm very low at the bottom of the totem pole because all of these very popular news podcasts obviously are, you know, in the top slots of what people are listening to. So yeah, so I'm here to bring the goods, as you say, no fluff. Let's get right into it. I do want to hear, since I have you, um, your opinion on Bethany Frankel's latest antics. I think her latest thing was buying the fake shoes at TJ Maxx, which I honestly, like, you know, say what you want. But that's like doing God's work. Like, I feel like exposing a huge corporation like TJ Maxx. And if you guys missed it, Bethany Frankel, who often shops at TJ Maxx, bought a pair of Manola Blonics and one of her followers alerted her that they're fake
1: this is the thing about Bethany. And I really want to be clear about this because I think I've become like this person that is out to, you know, take Bethany down. Absolutely not. I am obsessed with Bethany, but I always say this. I think I'm obsessed with the Bethany of old. Like the, you know, when you are in a really good relationship and then you have like a solid two bad years, but then when you break up, you always think about how good things used to be. And so I feel like that's my relationship with Bethany. Like I miss Rony Bethany. I miss like the good... Bethany and now the TikTok version of Bethany is a a bit confusing I would say for all of us but when it it came to that whole Manolo you know Fanolo or whatever she called it number one I was shocked that people are spending a thousand dollars on shoes at TJ Maxx. I mean fake not fake like (laughs) what is happening? I don't think I've ever spent that much on one item but they're so obviously fake like if you look at them you know she has so many videos. I'm confused that That even like passed her eye. She seems like a pretty observant person, but she has done the Lord's work for a lot of people out there that are getting screwed. And she's not scared. That's one thing we can all say about Bethany. She is not scared to go against the big machine and the man. And she's doing it in so many different ways all the time.
0: Well, she is known, and I don't know if this is a widely known thing, to carry a fake Birkin. So the fact that she couldn't Discern a real Manolo Blahnik off the bat doesn't really shock me. Um, I don't think she carries a fake Birkin, you know, like because someone sold her a fake Birkin. I think she bought a fake Birkin, um, or she buys several fake Birkins. So, interesting. You know, that part doesn't shock me as much as the fact that they were. Who can you trust? Like TJ Maxx. Like, come on. The real real has also been called out for selling fakes. I love to buy secondhand products like i don't buy any of my designer stuff new i'm always shopping on fashion file now because the real real i was told can't be trusted um but it's like who you can't even trust buying the vintage stuff is it real is it fake it's like anyway that's that's another topic for another day well i
1: don't have the like the eye for any of that which is why i just go to target
0: because i feel like at target you're safe just only <laughs> well,
1: buy yes. only by target brand. Okay, yeah. Wild Fable. <laughs>
0: just kidding. yes. Well, I really I'm really into vintage designer. I actually prefer a lot of the older designs to what the newer designs are. So, so I'm cool. always looking as like a hobby um at, you know, to buy vintage bags. So that's why I'm really into it and I was just I was so flabbergasted that Yeah, it's trippy. TJ Maxx would sell that. Um, okay. So let's get started on the topics. The first thing I quickly want to talk about, which I found really interesting. Somebody DM'd me about TIFF, um, a TIFF tribute gala. I think there's an event coming up and they said, this is what, what is interesting. Um, they're having a lot of problems confirming honorees for the gala right now but they have locked down three men so far. Apparently they think the strike will be resolved by then and they're willing to risk it. By the way, this gala is to take place in September. This is what I found interesting. All the women they've approached will not commit. They're holding that picket line hard. So they've had three male actors commit, two of which are very popular, very, very popular actors on my account, meaning my readers always want to know about these actors Mm -hmm. um the interesting thing is the women they will not commit so does that mean that women just
1: are more you know committed to the to the fight of the strike or is there something else going on there do the women do men just commit and then flake last minute because what's happening can you actually go and and be at tiff
0: if the strike is still going on. I mean, is that something? No, some, no they're care? banking. They're banking that it'll be over by September. But these women, August whoever days. whoever they approached, these actresses. Won't even commit even, you know, they don't know what's nobody knows what's going to happen with the strike. Right. It might go into October. In fact, that's what I heard. Like when it first started, my agents were saying, we think this is going to go into October. Yeah. So these women, I just thought it was very interesting that they were able to get the male actors to commit. um, But the women are like, no, sorry. I, I don't know what that shows. I don't know. I'm going to call it women's
1: intuition. Okay. And yes, year, I love it. The year of Barbie, right? We're all talking about how women, we just know that like, maybe we just know when you're putting a bunch of men in a room to talk about these important issues, it's going to take a second, right? And it's Labor Day weekend until until Labor Day weekend, which is the beginning of September. I heard there's not going to be any movement. I mean, everyone just has like their thoughts, but I don't think there has been any like inclination that this is ending anytime soon, which is Correct. crazy.
0: Yeah, I know. Okay, women's intuition. I love it because I read the message and I was like, you know, I don't know what to make of this, but I like it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's go with that. Let's yeah, go with that. <laughs> <laughs> As a woman, um, I like it. I like that they're, you know, standing standing firm totally. um, on, on the picket line. Um, okay, so we'll see. TBD on that. Very briefly, and I love when this happens because – Very often during an episode, you know, a celebrity's name will just get dropped. It won't be a topic, but another celebrity will come up and, um, you know, I'll get DMs the following week after the episode has aired about that celebrity. And that happened last week. Very, very briefly, I mentioned Ben Affleck and J-Lo's relationship. And I mentioned, what is it like to have J-Lo as your stepmother? Right. Like that could go either way. Um, I also talked a little bit about Ben Affleck. I yeah. got two very lovely messages. I just would like to read them. Somebody said, just listen to your podcast episode and wanted to chime in about Ben and JLo. I just worked with him and it was such a pleasant experience. He's definitely very passionate about directing and really cares to learn how every aspect of of filmmaking works throughout the whole process. JLo was also there at the house for our screenings and would ask me if I wanted anything to drink or eat. She's so kind and supportive of Ben. He would ask her opinion often. And I Mm. thought that was really, really sweet. And then this almost like honestly brought tears to my eyes. I don't know anyone who's been through divorce or has step parents. This was just the loveliest message I received. I will say, I don't want to say which one of Ben Affleck's children this is about because I don't like to talk about minors, but a young follower, I'm assuming this person is a young follower, messaged me about the podcast episode because I had brought up J-Lo being a stepmother and they said one of Ben Affleck's children says that J-Lo is a wonderful stepmother and makes her father very happy. Mm. And I just thought that was so sweet. I mean, they went on in more detail. I just, again, don't like to talk about minors, but it was just... So, so sweet that they do really have like a loving familial unit. It's a, you know, it's a split family. There's divorce on both sides, J Lo and Ben Affleck. And I don't know. It just like warmed my heart. I think
1: like, well, I'm a child of divorce, and I just know that my dad, when he like whoever the person is in a relationship with, my mom also, you know, if you don't have a relationship, a good relationship with that step parent. A good parent wouldn't even get married, wouldn't even go down that path, right? Like if you really care if it's kid first, right? So I strangely want to believe that Ben Affleck is a good enough dad that would never go actually down the path of marriage with J.Lo if his kids didn't approve. Because I think he cares so much about those kids. You see, he's a present dad. He's as present as he can be, right? Like he does the pickups. He takes them out. I don't know. We're always seeing them getting coffee um, at the parties. And then we just saw them do that big reunion in Italy, was it? When when Jennifer Garner flew the kids out there and dropped them off with Ben. I, I, I feel like he's a dad first and then. So I would like to believe that he would not be down for a bad relationship with his wife and his kids. That's just my gut feeling. I think he's just... I think the world is just dying for him to be unhappy for some reason. Right? But I think he's actually happy. I think he's like, I'm living, guys. I'm doing good. You're annoying me by taking pictures, so I'm bitter when I'm out and about smoking my cigarettes, but I'm happy.
0: Is that weird that I think that? No, because I think the same thing, which is why I get so upset when all these reports come out after they've been seen on a red carpet. They're arguing. and the lip readers come in and want and try to read their lips that they're arguing. What are they saying? And I'm like, this is such bullshit. Just leave this couple alone. They're yeah. happy. And I've said this before, and I think I've even posted pictures. Ben Affleck is so nice to fans. I think what I posted that really struck a chord was somebody saw him in a Michaels Michael's craft store if you guys are longtime followers of the account you'll remember this I had a video somebody was taking the video of a fan approaching him in Michael's he stopped what he was doing put his arm around the fan took a picture I was like that is so nice and then there was another video not my video it was a video going around TikTok I think he was in a foreign country and he had all these people one after another, just coming in, taking wanting to take pictures with him. He's smoking a, smoking a cigarette. He has a cigarette in one hand, an, ar- an arm around them in another, and they were just filing in one after another. And he was just standing there taking the pictures with him. And this wasn't an event. This was he was there, you know, doing his own personal private thing it wasn't like a red carpet or it wasn't and wasn't um you know a press event yeah and I just thought that's so nice
1: well those kinds of things they stick with you your reputation you know what I mean like if you have one of those bad experiences where you're horrible to a group of fans everyone will always kind of have that in the back of their mind and I'm sure he's been a jerk to fans once in a while because that's just life but I think overall I do think that the world is just searching for a reason that Ben is unhappy in his current life with Jlo and I don't think he is I really don't Like, again, let's go
0: back to women's intuition. Let's call that
1: episode
0: (laughs) a woman's intuition. (laughs) I love that. I agree with you 150%. I just wanted to let everyone know that J-Lo is a wonderful stepmother coming straight from one of her stepchildren, you know, and just – Back to what you said, I you do like to think that someone will marry someone that likes their kids, but that isn't always the case. I know. I, I mean, I could say that from personal experience. So <laughs> maybe that's why it struck a chord with me that one of his children was praising J-Lo so much. Um, so that's all I wanted to say. I
1: think, honestly, like just being also of a divorced child- I think at the age that her kids are at, or their kids are at, maybe not the son as much, but the two daughters, I do think that they have the ability to say like, no, I'm not going over there. I don't want to go to Italy and hang out with dad and and stepmom J-Lo. Like, uh, do you think, what do they call her, Jen? They probably call her Jen. (laughs) Uh, I'm like, they don't call her (laughs) J-Lo. Hey, stepmother J-Lo. I think that, I think that they're just like, you know, I think. I remember being that age. I was very easily and happily saying like, no, I don't want to go to dad's house. Like I'm not, I'm annoyed. You know, I don't want to see him. And I just think that there's a way to get a- around it, but they seem too happy to be t- together.
0: I agree. Yeah. Okay. Let's move on to Canada. I Always. Canada <laughs> I Canada fighting in my DMs. Well, fighting with what I was posting in my DMs yesterday during the Q and A. For those of you who missed it, Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau and his wife Sophie announced a separation on August third, after several years of marriage. So everyone wanted to know why, and mm. I can't even begin to tell you, Donna, how many DMs I received asking me if I had any intel on this, which I didn't until I posted about it. And I didn't realize that posting about it would open up a war between Canadians because <laughs> the, <What>? ones, <laughs> the ones that were sending me messages um, of infidelity on his part were telling me that those were lies planted by certain Canadians, right-wing Canadians. So I don't know what to believe. I'm going to read a bunch of messages I received because some of the things I was posting – Canadians were messaging me and saying I I I didn't know this I haven't heard this because in people's messages they were like all of Canada knows that he's a big cheater and people were like I I didn't know that so Mm. let me just run down Um, also somebody (laughs) submitted in the Q&A that there was a rumor that Sophie Trudeau cheated on Justin with Idris Elba which is so random so random. Okay, so this is and I was like what why? Why did that rumor start? And this is the reason. In March 2020, Idris and Sophie were both at the same We the Children event in the UK, but they both came down with COVID soon after and people have a theory they fucked. Oh my god. Which- <laughs> When she was When she was there in the UK, and that's how they both got COVID at the same time. Okay, March of 2020, everybody was getting COVID, so that's such a weird rumor. What um, event can you go to in March of 2020 with someone
1: that had COVID and not get COVID? Like, exactly. it, that was one of those things.
0: Yeah. Exactly. This person also says, it's also been rumored that her and Justin had an agreement and could do their own things. Allegedly, he was having an affair with a minister in his cabinet. Mm. I've heard that from a couple people um, a minister is the same thing as a secretary in the U.S.
1: Okay, I was gonna ask,
0: like a secretary of state, not like a secretary, like a assistant. Assistant, yeah. Uh, like and a this secretary is a of state. female minister. Yes. Okay. Yes, yes. 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 Um, this person also says his mom had an orgy with the Rolling Stones when his dad was <laughs> prime minister. What? Think Jackie Onassis fucking the Beach Boy. <laughs> Wait, this person. <laughs> This person's giving us an an analogy. So think Jackie Onassis fucking the Beach Boys while JFK was president. That was the analogy to what his mom did when his dad was prime minister. Um, There's also a theory that Justin's dad is Fidel Castro. Apparently he looks a lot like Fidel Castro and his family and not at all like his dad. It's also alleged that his mom fucked Fidel Castro. (laughs) Come on now. Adele castro on a visit and then they give me another analogy that's like jill biden fucking putin
1: oh my god
0: (laughs) i think this person's drunk okay no the prisoner was just trying to break it down u.s style which i appreciate um okay so somebody else had messaged me and i posted this all of canada knows about sophie's affairs she dated a waiter i knew for two years in montreal and then canada Coming through in the DMs, somebody responded, as a Canadian who works with the federal government, this is not true. Justin has insane haters and conspiracies have been flying like crazy. Nothing substantive. But should clarify, the rumors about their separation started in the beginning of covid The cheating is all brand new, and honestly, the hate he gets is out of control, so I honestly wouldn't believe any of it. And this person Mm. was right because I did receive several rumors. Here's another one. This is about the minister that I just mentioned. Um, This person says, Justin has been sleeping with cabinet minister Melanie Jolly for years. It's the only reason she has a job in the government This is what every Canadian knows. Okay, so that person set us straight Um, again regarding Justin and Sophie. This person dated someone in the political scene in Canada two years ago, and he told me back then that everyone knew that Justin also had a girlfriend on the side. It's been the same one for the past five years. Mm. (sighs) So that's it.
1: There's a lot of rumors about Justin and Sophie. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, like I feel like this is, this is crazy how many things, I, I mean, it's possible that so many of that was true, like so much of that could be true where they just had this kind of unspoken rule, like I'm with this guy, you're with that girl. The question I have about that when there's so many, if this is true that they had so many affairs, or at least he did or she, whatever, allegedly, the question is. What makes it so that you finally decide, all right, enough is enough. Like, let's not be together anymore. Let's actually get divorced here. So was it that one of them maybe fell in love and decided, like, I want to pursue another person? Or did they get found out? Did someone bribe them, extort them? Like, what is the reason? I always wonder when you hear these stories of people that have had these kind of trysts, you know, for so many years. What do you think is the reason that they okay, finally well, call it
0: quits? It, that, that's, a good, that's a good question. I do have information that I didn't read that I wasn't going to bring up. Um, so I would like to stress that this is all alleged, but someone else had messaged me a couple of weeks ago saying that Sophie allegedly has an issue with alcohol. Ooh. I have no idea if that's true. And this was also before Canada started fighting in my DMS. So again, I would like to say this could be just coming from someone who hates Justin, yeah. do you know what I mean? Um, but this person did say that she had an issue with alcohol and he just was done. He couldn't take it anymore. I mean, it could be
1: all of the above, right? Exactly. Like We all know that drinking never leads to good decisions and especially if it's a lot of it. So who knows? I mean, ultimately, obviously, it was toxic. Something was up. Something was up, and it's always shocking, I think, when you see this, because isn't Justin Trudeau, I mean, from what I remember, like, he's that guy that everyone's like, oh my God, he's so hot. The hottest prime minister, and I remember at the height of COVID, the way he was handling COVID, all the Americans were like, oh my gosh,
0: I wish Justin Trudeau was my president. Yes, and I think that's maybe where all of this interest stems from, Mm -hmm. because I could give a shit about rumors about like Joe Biden or, you know, any former, (laughs) you don't want to talk about Jill and Putin. (laughs) (laughs) No, I don't. Um, But I mean, I felt like I had to address this because I was getting so many messages. And I, again, like I tell you guys, you know, I I get so many messages, so many message. I ignore them up to a point or say that I don't know any information, which is always true. When I say I don't know, I really don't know. And then Finally, you guys break me down, and I post about it, and then the floodgates open, and I think this is a perfect example of that. Um, I would, again, like to say all of the information and the DMs are alleged. I really don't know and haven't heard from anyone reliable in the Canadian government what happened. But you are a news
1: source. You are a news source. You are a top (laughs) news podcast.
0: (laughs) You guys, someone call
1: CNN, like, get due on... (laughs) She needs like to take the circuit. She
0: needs to do the political circuit. (laughs) Oh God, please. No. Oh my God. No. Um, Let's move back to celebrities. Ferris, what do you think one of the biggest health challenges? Oh, for sure. Weight management. Exactly. Yo-yo dieting, losing weight, putting it back on. Trying the latest fad, it not working. Exactly. Feeling like a failure. Feeling like a failure is the worst feeling when it comes to weight loss. And then getting discouraged. What if I told you I knew of something that could help with this? I would 100% want to know. The rogue Body Program pairs a weekly shot with healthy lifestyle changes. So you can lose 15 to 20% of your weight in a year on average and actually keep it off. That's amazing. And I love how it's over a year. That's so important for sustainability. Exactly. The slow weight loss. The slow burn. (laughs) Over 200,000 people have already chosen row to help them lose weight. Medication costs are separate. That's R O dot C O slash D E U X. Selena Gomez. Yes. And her dating life. She posted a picture of her and Edgar Ramirez, who is so dreamy. Do you like Edgar? Ramirez you might so cute. not no, know like I didn't know about him until I started watching Florida man on Netflix and I know push I just show no I haven't heard of
1: Florida man even at all but I saw you mention something of it and so I googled him of course because like you know you're a news podcast got to do my research and um and it's so cute
0: right so who knows right what are your thoughts well I received a message because I posted a little bit about it yesterday because she I believe she had him in one of her recent music videos and she posted a picture of them together. So people, of course, were like, hmm, what's going on with them? Um, And a couple people messaged me yesterday 100% confirming that there's nothing going on between Selena and Edgar Ramirez. Um, But still watch Florida, man. (laughs) I'm not not being paid to say this. Um, It really is a good show. He's very, like, sexy and tough in it and i don't know if you like that type of guy then that's Well the show i think for he's you.
1: very good looking i know he's older like significantly older than her how old is selena now i can't remember she but- just turned 31 so I and I'll tell you this, like their their age difference I think is gonna be like fifteen years if they were together. And he's I don't know, Selena to me, now you guys have to remember like I am a former casting director for Disney, right? I worked on all those shows, Sweet Life of On Deck and like um, you know, with Zendaya though that year, those years. So I would see Selena all the time on set, right? She was shooting her show, Wizards of Waverly Place, right next door to ours. And I still always cannot wrap my head around that, the fact that these people grow up and they become like actual adults. So when I see a picture of someone like an Edgar Ramirez and Selena Gomez, even though I technically know she's an adult, I cannot picture it. It feels very father-daughter to me, but, um, but I think she's adorable and i'm obsessed with the uh, like only murders in the building what is it called only murders in the building yep is that what it's called yes i'm yeah. obsessed with that show she's so cute to me and i really want the best for her i do
0: okay first of all record scratch back up you can't name drop that you worked at disney and was around selena and zendaya and not give us the scoop because those are two actresses and singers that are of main interest to my readers and followers. So All what right, can well, you say, let's start with Zendaya. What can you say about Zendaya?
1: Okay, you guys are going to trip. You're going to love this story. So one of the first pilots I cast as a casting director after working in m- multiple shows, so I was in my mid-20s, was, um, it was called Dance Dance Chicago, which turned into Shake It Up. And we cast the pilot, my partner Brandy Bryce, and I, shout out, and uh, we found Zendaya. We brought Zendaya to the Disney Channel. She came into our office, she was 12 years old, the cutest, the sweetest, the prettiest, the most talented, I mean, you knew it in a heartbeat, but she had just done some print work from Oakland at the time. And she came in pre-read, which is just for casting directors, we brought her to Disney, and she went through the process, right? Like she screen tested and everything and then ended up getting on that show obsessed with her and love her parents and I think that that is a huge reason why she is who she is because I really do think it comes down to the parents um we also of course cast Bella Thorne in the opposite role with Zendaya and a bunch of other people on that show um so that's my Zendaya story is that we brought Zendaya to Disney
0: so are you saying that you discovered Zendaya
1: I mean in a roundabout way
0: (laughs) yeah (laughs) wow I bet there are millions of people out there who would like to personally thank you.
1: Uh, Well, you know, it's, it's so funny how these things work because it is, it's probably a team of people like her agent technically discovered her because they brought her, you know, they signed her and then submitted her. But we went through our pictures and accepted her to come in or like selected her, I should say, to come in for a pre-read and we saw something in her. I would imagine that no matter who was auditioning her would have seen something in her, but we just got lucky and like found her in that moment, right? We also, um, with Selena, so I didn't personally work with Selena, but I did work, she was on the set next door, so we would see her because we were with Dylan and Cole Sprouse and like Debbie Ryan and Brenda Song on *Sweet Life on Deck. We cast that show. And so we were constantly with them and Selena was next door, so they would like, you know, it was like teen stuff. Demi Lovato was also on the same set or right next door shooting her show, I can't remember what that Sunny with a Chance. Do you remember that? Yeah. And then, um, and then, what other uh, fun things used to happen over there? Um, Jenna Ortega, we brought her. We cast Stuck in the Middle, the pilot. So we, Jenna Ortega, had worked already though. She had done a bunch of other things, but we cast her for Disney. Um, I mean, you like the stories, just so many. Ashley Tisdale was around. I mean,
0: I am. You're name dropping left and right. Was there a lot of teen drama? and teen dating.
1: Okay, so we didn't see a lot of the dating stuff, but the drama was a plenty. And I will probably I I don't want to like throw people under the bus, but there was a lot of crying, a lot of mean girl behavior, you know, within the casts. And um a lot of uh there was like a little bit of ganging up on a lot of things. Um There was definitely like the cool crowd and the not cool crowd, but you have to remember this was before Instagram. This was before we could kind of keep an eye on like what they were doing on their day to day. There was not really social media at the time. So this was, I was twi- uh this was right after the writer strike that we did Sweet Life on Deck the original writer strike so like not the original but the 2007 know, yeah. one uh-huh. you know what I'm saying <laughs> yeah. I'm like a, I'm like a dinosaur I'm 42 um so this was 2007 what 15 16 18 years ago shit we're getting old um so it was like really we couldn't we didn't know like what was happening behind the scenes I'm sure there was but not so much in front of us but a lot of crying like a lot of coming up to our offices and coming to us, Brandy and I who I cast the show with, like crying over mean girl behavior.
0: Okay, I don't want to call out any mean girls because I feel like that would explode on the internet, especially yeah, can't since do that. we're talking about these people who are now women when they were children. Totally. So can you just at least say like on a positive note, who was some of the people in the cool crowd that you named before?
1: I mean, I would say like I I always knew Brenda Song walked like she had she had like great confidence. She knew what she was doing. She was like in her element. Um, Selena was definitely Hillary Duff. We worked with Hillary Duff exactly at that time. I cast that movie, Raise Your Voice. Do you know? Do you remember that movie with her? And um... I don't. I'm sorry. No, it's totally okay, but seriously, <laughs> Google it because this is a moment. This okay. is with Aiden from and just like that, like Sex and okay. the City. Okay, it, it, it's it's one of those movies that you're like, this was made like in shock. Um, it's so like there was Hillary Duff was definitely like the cool girl. When I say cool, I don't mean mean. I just mean cool. Like people wanted to know who she was and be around her. People obsessed over her. When we did um, the audience shows, listen, Debbie Ryan. We we cast Debbie Ryan. We found her. I don't know if anyone like follows up with her anymore, but she um we found her like from a self tape when she was fifteen years old in her room in Texas. And um and she ended up kind of like exploding because then she was a star of Jesse. Uh you know, there was like so many so many things like that. I, I think Zoe Deutsch, do you know who Zoe Deutsch is? Yes, of course. She yeah. is she she obviously has a very famous father and mother. Her dad is The director, Howie Deutsch, and her mom is Leah Thompson from like Back to the Future and so many other things. So she probably would have had an in, but we cast her on Sweet Life on Deck and she is the best. Like love, 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 loved her.
0: Wow. I feel like we can do a whole episode just about Disney because you named so many young, talented people that are still relevant today. Like, I know. Uh, and my the- head was like turning. You're like Cole Sprouse, De- uh, Debbie Ryan. Debbie Ryan's actually having a renaissance on TikTok. People started uh, pulling up her old red carpet wow. interviews, and, wow, and, and and imitating them because she's so you know quirky and funny um so yeah so uh, everyone you named is like still relevant I feel like till this day so I know Cole maybe is come... so cool I remember that I will tell you more about it on another episode yeah I was I... just gonna say maybe come back and let's definitely like I would love to do like a Disney segment with you oh my where... God, full... and I'm sure there'd be so many questions from my audience for you um and again like I would uh, obviously we'll keep it all positive I don't want to you know totally. call out any bad behavior because these were children they were children back then so, I was an just idiot fun. at thirteen. Yeah, <laughs> it's just fun. To, it's just fun to hear about what they were like, you know, on their way up to to fame. I'll send um, you pictures. Oh, okay. I love that. Oh my, my god. My first job in
1: casting was on That So Raven, the original That's So Raven. So, like, I go way back.
0: Wow, wow. I didn't even know that. I didn't even know that about you. This is like a bonus that we're even getting to getting to talk about this. You're very humble. I feel like you don't really. You don't really talk about that. I yeah. mean, every, uh, a little bit. Maybe your audience is more interested in like the housewives. That's why I know you talk a lot they about are. the housewives. <laughs> They're like, who cares about Debbie Ryan? Let's talk about Sonia. Right, right, right. Um, well, back to Selena Gomez's dating. I posted a blind item. Um, I wrote it because I was getting in messages that was Selena was out on a date with Fred again, who is a musician and a producer. Um, They were at Barney's Beanery in Los Angeles. So I wrote a blind item, first date vibes. I didn't know if they were really out on a date. I just said first date vibes. This A-list actress, singer, and entrepreneur was spotted on a date with this British musician in L.A. So that was Selena and Fred again. People were quick to point out that they're probably just working together or she is working with him on some music. So I guess that wouldn't really classify it as a date. So Mm -hmm. I did reach out to someone today and I asked if they had any updates on Selena's love life. And this person says, quote, I know she's single and dating, but haven't heard anything specific about anyone in particular. So sorry. So vague. People are always asking about who Selena Gomez is dating. Um, That's all I got. Yeah,
1: I know the obsession is real.
0: The obsession is real. Um, let's move over to talk about Lizzo, which oh, yes. I thought that I talked about Lizzo on a podcast episode, but I guess I didn't because people are still asking like, what's going on with Lizzo? Like, how did you know that she was like this? And what have you heard? And for those of you that missed it, Lizzo is being sued over several sexual harassment and hostile work environment allegations. By her dancers. So when the headlines first started coming out about this, I thought to myself, no, I had not heard anything like this about Lizzo. And someone in my DMs was quick to message me and say, I told you about Lizzo in December of 2020. Go back and look at your messages. So I went back and I was like, holy shit, this person did tell me about Lizzo in 2020. And I ignored it because I thought it was a one-off. I thought maybe she was just having a bad day or this person had a bad encounter with her. I'll read you their message. Um, They say, and this was from December 2020, worked with Lizzo and she is an absolute nightmare human definition of fame, hungry, super rude and disrespectful. Her Mm. love yourself empowerment stuff is all marketing. Someone else messaged me about the lawsuit and said, they know someone who works with Lizzo and the claims are baseless and the dancers who sued were very known to be unprofessional have a bad attitude, and they're looking for money. So that's the other side of it. Someone else messaged me who was speaking with somebody who, let's just say, was in a class with Lizzo, and they said that Lizzo was the most awful person they have ever been around and that Lizzo was asked not to come back to this class. Somebody else messaged me and they said they knew someone who had worked on a tour with Lizzo and all this person ever said was how awful and rude Lizzo was and they weren't surprised at all when the news broke. Someone else, (laughs) I mean, so, I mean, listen, where there's smoke, there's fire. Someone else said that they worked in radio for 25 years and have done tons of meet and greets with a lot of incredibly famous people and when Lizzo first did her tour... There was a meet and greet and she was awful. She was rude to her fans and just an all around B-I-T-C-H. Mm. So this person is not surprised by the news. In comparison, I just want to say when all this Lizzo stuff started coming up, people started thinking about their other favorite artists. And they were like, well, what are they really like behind closed doors? If this is how Lizzo is presenting herself to the public and she's another way behind closed doors, what about Beyonce? Beyonce. I had someone bring up Beyonce yesterday and they wanted to know what she was like. I'm not, I got a ton of message. I'm not going to read them all. I'll just give you guys keywords that people use to describe Beyonce and Jay-Z. Very funny, surprisingly down to earth and very nice and engaging. Um, This person worked with Beyonce and Jay-Z on a daily basis Um, And they only had good things to say. I mean, it was just a ton of messages like this. Another person uh, worked for them and they described them as very friendly, gracious, chatty, complimentary, basically your dream celeb encounter. Uh, Someone else, I'll just read this last message. Someone said, this is now comparing the two Lizzo and Beyonce. Um, By the way, I've done deals with both Beyonce and Lizzo. Beyonce is extremely professional and drives a hard bargain, but is respectful of everyone involved and their time. Lizzo is a nightmare and always has been. Super rude to everyone she and her team interact with. Extremely disrespectful of time and didn't even complete her contractual obligations on multiple occasions. Mm. Horrible. So. Yeah. Well, I mean, here's
1: the thing. I I kind of agree with this a fear of we had no and clearly so many people had an idea and knew. Yes,
0: that's what I'm saying. Like it's so crazy Donna because it's like
1: Nobody how did said we not know? Exactly. Yeah, like I how heard about how, everyone in this world of like everyone talking and constantly creating like TikToks and and tweets and whatever about their stories, the fact that it only came out now which is scary a little bit because now it's like okay, the lid is opened and now it has everything kind of started to explode. Why didn't people speak up before? Are they just jumping on the train and this and that? I think people are in a position sometimes when they work with certain artists where they're like, okay, I'm sure they meet like tons of assholes, right? Like, let's be honest. There's probably so many people that come through their offices or through their, you know, production people that meet so many jerks that they don't even feel the need to say it out loud. But now that it's out there, they're like, oh my gosh, well, let me remember my story. I didn't even think twice about it, but actually when I worked with her, she was horrible too. It's obviously true in the fact that like this woman wasn't a saint. I, I, there's no way that you can hear so many negative stories and think they're all lying and she is just, you know, she is not our Taylor Swift, right? (laughs) Let's be honest. But she is clearly uh, uh, a little bit, it sounds to me like she's a nightmare. And I do believe that people wouldn't just jump on the train here if they really did believe that she was a kind person and she was getting screwed and getting unfairly you know portrayed I think there would be way more people coming to our
0: defense I haven't seen that many have you There was one I'm trying to think who who was it I feel like one celebrity posted something I could I could be mixing up scandals but no there's not. I mean listen if I'm having to rack my brain that hard then it's the answer is probably no but I did think Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm thinking about somebody else. I
1: did see I remember someone commented on her post like a like a bunch of hearts and it was like someone with a name okay. but it's not obviously it's not like you have a whole host of people coming out in support. And it's I think you know that's tricky especially with the the charges and I think she could be a human an awful human being and also maybe not guilty of what she's being charged. It's, it could be two separate things I think the whole thing is messy though it's not it's not good for Lizzo I don't know what she's gonna do about
0: all this I know well I'm sure she's hired some sort of PR crisis management team to deal with for this. sure well right. Marty singer right who
1: who handled Bill Cosby etc but um, but the Beyonce thing, on the other hand, I have a lot of girlfriends who, just growing up here in LA, whose kids, they're the rich ones, their kids go to, um, or at least went to like kindergarten and stuff with Beyonce's kids at a very, or a daughter at a very, um, you know, expensive school here in Los Angeles, and no one had anything negative to, t- to say ever. Like she would do drop off, she'd be in the car, like she would... I- I feel like it's the same with, you know, I, I don't want to bring them up because it's not on the topic, but like the Kardashians, like I hear positive things a lot about them in, in the school drop off. You see a lot and you hear a lot about things as, you know, when when people are seeing them at school. Mm-hmm. And I think that that is a good indication that if they're, you know, good parents and they're around and they're chill and they're happy and they're nice to other parents, I have a feeling what you're hearing is right about Beyonce verse.
0: Just to be fair, I just want to mention and I'm not going to go into the specifics. Somebody did DM me a message about a bad encounter with Beyoncé. I think it was from several years ago. It was on a photo shoot. Um, you know, they used very strong words to describe the scenario. They said to me, you know, I don't think you should post this. I don't know how her fans would take it, but You know, that being said, I mean, if we're weighing the good against the bad. I'm not saying this this scenario on the photo shoot didn't happen, but there's much more good than bad is what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. Whereas with Lizzo, it it seems to be the complete opposite. I know. Ouch. Right. So I guess we'll see how she's going to bounce back from this. I think this will be a hard one.
1: It's totally hard and yeah. it
0: sucks because I'm a
1: huge fan. Right. And so many people have felt like left down, let down by this news. And we want to believe the best. We want to have the benefit of the doubt. But at the end of the day, like, you know, people are people, right? And you're going to hear this stuff. And if it's true, it's true. And then you have to reevaluate. It's like why I never want to meet my idols. Because, you know, if they become jerks,
0: how am I going to like their music again? I agree. I agree with that 100%. Host Shima Oliyei was Nevada's contestant 20 years ago. Now she is returning as a judge to find out what two weeks with 50 of the country's most ambitious teens can tell us about girlhood in America. What happens when the competitors are thrown into the deep end with the best and brightest and how does surviving the competition prepare them for everything that comes after? Follow the competition on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of the competition early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Well, speaking of idols, let's talk about Taylor Swift. I was there on Saturday. Oh, you were? Did oh, you my see, God. Which, which celebrities did you see? Well, Channing
1: Tatum was stand- standing right behind my section. So I was on the floor. I was in um, floor section D um, <laughs> for do. no, and uh, and I was it was the most incredible, most amazing concert. Channing Tatum was behind me in that little box with Gail King. So I saw the two of them, um Taisha from The Bachelorette. I saw that she was there, and I'm pretty sure I saw her from a distance, I thought, but then I saw later that she was. And if, if she was there, if that was the night she was there, and then Paula Abdul was with her, Vince Vaughn was there that night. My sister was on the other side, like up a little bit, so she took a picture of James Marsden, who was talking to Woody Harrelson. Yeah. Um, they were all there. It, oh, Taylor Swift, don't get me started on my obsession.
0: Okay, well, we're going to quickly just talk about her. It's not, I don't have a lot of intel. This is about her love life. Okay. So um, take it with a grain of salt. Although I will say when I first found out that she was seeing Maddie, I feel like, I had said it on a podcast before the news broke and I didn't believe it. I was like laughing about it. I was like, somebody (laughs) sent me a message that Taylor (laughs) Swift and Maddie Healy are dating. Um, And then two weeks later, the news broke that they were. So that being said, what I'm about to say might be true. It might not be true. I don't know what to think. Um, And it's very vague. So I keep referring to the subscriber only lives that I've been doing. If you guys don't know what that is, you could subscribe to the Demois Instagram account. There's a button in my bio. It's $2.99 a month. And every week I do a live, like just an Instagram live, like a normal Instagram live. My camera's covered, but I, you know, converse with the other subscribers. I call people up. It's a lot of fun. So one week I, you know, I smoked a little bit of the devil's lettuce. Then I went (laughs) I went on live (laughs) and I went on this like huge rant and I almost, I guess, got like really like into my feelings and like paranoid (laughs) about the fact I was convinced that while Maddie Healy was in L.A., him and Taylor Swift were secretly seeing each other. I was like really convinced. I was like deep in like my like high conspiracy theory mind. Anyway, what were you smoking? (laughs) <laughs> Give me the brand immediately. And it um, wasn't a gummy? I'm shocked no, you're actually I smoking. No, yeah. So I smoked these pre-rolls. They're called Ooh. Drew Martin. You could get them at um, MedMen in LA. They're yeah. really, really good. They're not that strong, but I just haven't smoked a lot lately. So I guess it hit me, and I just, There's like, a warning on the package.
1: You're going to go deep about Taylor Swift if yeah. you
0: smoke this. <laughs> There should have been because then after like I didn't even save the live. I was like so embarrassed afterwards. I was like, what the (laughs) fuck was I talking about? But people keep referring to this and I mentioned it on my main feed and everyone was like, what are you talking about? And I was like, okay. so I was convinced that Taylor and Maddie were seeing each other in L.A. Mm -hmm. So convinced somebody sent in a blind item that I posted last week I am going to read it to you guys because this all is connected. Somebody sent a blind item. The subject is controversial boy, new relationship. Um, It reads, following on from his recent high profile split, this controversial boy is now very casually dating a normie from the UK. They met on a night out in London, smoked a ton of cigarettes together and got breakfast the next morning. They have since been texting and calling every day and they plan to meet up on his next return. She is a friend of a friend who is excited, but was not a fan of his prior to meeting and had limited knowledge of him, which apparently he liked. She did know who he was, just not a huge fangirl. So, again, if you guys are a reader of the Demont Instagram account, every time I post an email, an anonymous email, it's like rolling the dice. I don't know if it's going to be true. It's a shot in the dark. I have a million disclaimers. Some people get it. Some people don't. I posted this not knowing if it was true or not. It winded up being true. It's about Maddie Healy. That being said, my high theory about him and Taylor hooking up in L.A. was completely wrong. Like Mm. he's moved on. And I think we see that now because we also see him in Hawaii with Meredith Mickelson Mm. right now as we speak, which is an old flame of his. So back to Taylor. So I'm just giving you guys like a little history of the live that only subscribers got to listen to plus the Q and A on Monday in case you guys missed it. So now you guys have the whole picture. So I posted about this live. I said I was wrong. Somebody responded and said, Taylor is not back with Maddie. Her latest guy is a fan favorite. And I was like, um, excuse me. Like (laughs) what latest guy? What are you talking about? This person would not tell me who. they said he's not a footballer and they gave me a emoji of the theater masks. So he's an actor? I don't know or a Broadway or like a theater actor. I have no idea. Now they're not answering me. I don't know if I was even allowed to say any of this, but I felt like it was so vague. like does it matter? you know it's not like I'm gonna say who told me this. I don't know if it's accurate. Okay, so he's
1: not a footballer. That's random, but I think there's, there was a rumor that Travis the guy— Travis
0: Kelsey. Yes. Yes.
1: So they're saying it's not him.
0: No, and I don't really see Travis Kelsey being Taylor Swift's type. No. I feel like he's too much of like an athlete, meathead type of guy.
1: Why does the first person that I'm thinking of is like Hugh Jackman? <laughs> Hugh Jackman. Hugh Jackman is married. He's married. Yeah. And I'm like, Hugh Jackman or Ben Platt, both are not viable options. (laughs) No. And
0: I'm like trying to think, like, is it someone who is in the theater? I don't know. And I will. Fan favorite. Let me say that I did ask this person if it was Taron Egerton. And they said, no. Like, what are you talking about? So that was just like a rumor that started on Twitter. So it's not him. I have no idea who it is. I know I also did post... After she broke up with Joe that she was seeing someone who wasn't in the business who was older than her. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know if that ever winded up being true or not because then it came out that she was dating Maddie. So Uh. but of course her fans like attacked me like why would she be dating someone like so soon after breaking up with Joe and like you know. That's exactly why. Yeah it's like well you know these are either children asking these questions or people that don't have experience dating because the best way to get over someone is to be under get someone. Get under someone. <laughs> well, know, I'll tell so you cliche. something. I'll
1: tell you something. I went to the show on, on Saturday and I am married with children and i'm married to a man and i was like you know sorry husband i am leaving you for taylor swift like you can't see that show and not just be enamored by her just because of her insane talent so she really has the luck uh, i mean she has like the 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 world at her fingertips she can really probably hook up with anyone that you know honestly i mean 100%. how could you i agree with you how could you, 100%. you turn her down now after seeing her abilities and everything and they were um Oh, just so like, you know, and I'm sure you saw it all over that they were filming, they were doing a documentary yes. like filming. And this is so funny is I, uh, st- I storied on my Instagram, them filming cause I was in an aisle on the floor. So they were walking up and down my aisle a ton and I filmed it. And then the camera operator randomly saw my story. Someone had sent him my story and he messaged me and we were chatting back and forth and he said that she is. Legit, like the coolest person in the world. The tour, the whole the whole group, is was just a dream scenario. So like she, this woman is just at the top, at the top, top, top of her game. She can take anyone, get anyone. Literally, name her pick.
0: I agree. And as far as the filming, I had mentioned that I had heard that there was a possible theatrical release, which is is genius. So smart. Think about it. It will sell out. It will. It will. Cross Barbie Records. Cross Barbie Records. It will be an event for people oh. to attend. Think about the outfits. Exactly. So, um, you know, hopefully, it happens for her fans. I mean, I think they would have the best time. Oh well, the God. whole the whole point in this is that, you know, I was wrong. Nothing, nothing is going on between them. They seems like they both moved on. This blind item that I just read you about Maddie, winded up being true. Because somebody messaged me and was like, holy shit, I know who this is about. Wow. So they gave me the deets. And I'm going to tell you guys. um, This person in the blind item that I just read met Maddie in early July. So just to give you guys like context. And I know you're going to be like, he wasn't in the UK in early July. He was in (laughs) like whatever. This is what this person is telling me. Early July. You know, maybe it was late June. Maybe it was mid-July. Like, you know what I mean? This is just what they're saying. Um, but this per- this person, not the one who is telling me that all of this, but the person who is uh, with Maddie or, or talking to Maddie says that they still speak. They still text to this day in August. Wow. Um, okay, so this is the scoop about the blind item that I just read. Um, this person said that this girl was out with friends and ended up in the elephant's head which is in camden she's not a listener of maddie but knows him and they end up getting chatting at the bar they go over to the roof bar at holly arms and get a couple of drinks there and then go get food at the woody grill okay <laughs> i don't know any <laughs> of these places the elephant's head woody Hold grill where are arms, we and i think woody we're at Disneyland. Yeah camden i don't know i uh, listen i have a lot of uk listeners so they, they will set this straight trust me yeah um she said he was trying to be pretty incognito so they got the food wrapped up to go they ended up back at hers to smoke some weed slept together and had starbucks at hers from deliveroo in the morning come he on had, now i i mean the only reason i believe this is because of the account it came from. And I obviously okay. can't tell you guys the account, but this is the account that it came from and how the person knows this girl seems legitimate. Okay, let's just put the it that The account's way. name is Maddie Healy. <laughs> no, I'm just joking.
1: <laughs> <laughs> He's like, don't say it, but
0: what is Deliveroo? <laughs> I want that. <laughs> I don't know, but this whole message is fucking awesome. Okay. It's the best. OK, I got to read the sentence over because I love it so much. Had Starbucks at hers from Deliveroo in the morning. <laughs> he had egg bites, black coffee and a flat white, which she paid for. Jesus. She said they have spoken a handful of times since. And he sends her fucking minion memes. What? The fuck? Oh, my God. And they also had. phone. OK, this is this is important because this is L.A. They also had phone sex when he was in LA oh. I asked if she's going to see him again when he comes back to the UK and she said probably they've they've spoken about it and he seems keen <laughs> I fucking love this message so much
1: you guys he's why is she buying him starbucks <laughs> i don't know and what this deliveroo? doesn't work is deliveroo like
0: uk DoorDash maybe
1: or like yeah. uber eats yeah i mean it's i'm obsessed with deliveroo now
0: me too it's like such a cute name so cute okay so you guys save yourselves like i don't want to hear it this is such a delightful dm don't ruin this moment for me please don't don't message me
1: i'm happy i don't want them together i think the majority of people can agree with that
0: right but they also you know forget taylor at this point you still get the maddie fans you know arguing and defending and talking about every move he makes too so this doesn't even have anything to do with taylor like i'll still get backlash from this so i'm just telling you guys like just let me have this message please it was very very well written it was really cute I want to uh, know what kind of egg
1: bites. Was it the egg white bites? Was it the bacon? Like, there's so many details that are li- missing here.
0: I know. I agree. Like, do they have the same egg bites in the UK as Did he do? double toast
1: them? <laughs> when you go to Starbucks, you must double toast your egg bites. Do you know that? that? Is,
0: no. And I love the egg bites from there. That is such a good hack. No, it's a game
1: changer. It's a different meal. It's worth it. Everyone go out um, and do your thing.
0: Okay. Well, let's move on to the last topic. Okay. This is something that I posted about in the newsletter first because I would love if you guys signed up for the newsletter. I think it's a really quick and easy way to get all the information that you've missed in in a week's time in one place. You could sign up on demois.world. It's pretty easy. It's free. It's my like pet project, which is why I push it so hard. (laughs) They're probably like, shut the fuck up about the newsletter. No. Um, But I just, I just think it's so easy because I get asked the same questions over and over again. So the Sophia Bush intel that I received from a very reliable source was initially in the newsletter. I'm just going to read the same message. If you guys missed it, Sophia Bush is divorcing her husband, Grant Hughes, after 13 months of marriage. So they weren't married that long. Everyone wants to know what went wrong. They just posted an anniversary post for each other on on social media, gushing about how much they loved each other. So this was sudden. This was something that was quite sudden. Mm. This person says, yes, something nuclear happened in Sophia Bush's marriage that she did not see coming. And yes, it was bad enough to make her certain She needed to file for divorce. And no, it's not as simple as someone cheating. Her anniversary post seven weeks ago was genuine and she in no way anticipated things would take the turn they have, but she felt that her hands were tied. And you know, they also say that she didn't take this decision lightly. That's all the information I have. I don't have the specifics, So at this point, there's just theories of what could be so nuclear that she would have to file for divorce so suddenly. And I have my theories. I want to hear them. (laughs) Well, let's just put it this way. It just it falls under things that I don't feel comfortable talking about. And also... I don't know for sure. We don't know for sure. This person did say it's not so simple as cheating. Cheating. I mean, somebody asked me, did he get someone else pregnant? I I don't know. I really don't know the answer to anything. So I feel like theories is just like putting things out into the world that we don't know are true. It's almost worse than gossiping. Like, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, I think, I mean, I did. Number one, if you're old like me and you thought... You were reading Hugh Grant for a long time when you first saw this headline. You're not alone. I was like, Sophia Bush and Hugh Grant got married? Like, when I tell you it took me seven times to read it, it, was Grant Hughes. Because I don't follow this whole marriage. I haven't followed the marriage. But what I do think is that she, what I read was that they got married or they, like, got together around the pandemic. Am I wrong? There was something, or it was, like, 2020. Height of pandemic time?
0: Yes, because somebody just messaged me and said they were together for three years. So, yes, that makes sense.
1: Okay. I think we were all under some sort of like collective cloud of WTF for 2020. And it's very possible that when you fall in love under dire circumstances slash pandemic time, it's very possible that like when life comes back to normal, which really it's, it's now come back to normal, that things have come up maybe in their in their lifestyles that they're like, wait, that's not really what I thought I was marrying, right? Because if you think about who I was in 2020, I was like a the sourdough baking uh, puzzle doing person who was like cleaning all day. I'm not that person anymore. Your life changes so much. It could be something as simple as that, but it feels very quick to make this decision. So my guess is something actually real did. I don't know. I've heard so many crazy stories between friends of friends about like people like gambling and losing all their money and lying or maybe being gay. And, you know, like this is I'm not saying any of that is the truth, but it could have been something just like huge that you can't get over.
0: First of all, I love your optimism, but I do (laughs) I do think it was something huge hmm just because there's so much secrecy behind it and the person did use the word nuclear so to me that just signifies that it's something super private and something pretty big for her to act that quick her fans are devastated I should say I did receive a lot of messages from people being like I feel so bad for her like you know this is so devastating so that's because of that, that that's another part of me that doesn't want to like start sharing theories with the world about this um people want answers but at the end of the day just take the fact that they're getting divorced they were married for 13 years and leave it at that you're not gonna you're not gonna get an answer unless she talks about years. it. 13 years I'm sorry <laughs> Whoa. 13 months
1: 13 months 13 months, like, yeah. Exactly. At the end of the day, it's really not a long marriage. I think people are ready for her to find that person because she's like, you know, she's, she's upper, she's 40, I think, 41 or something. So I think that, I think her fans probably really just want to see her settle down and find that one. And it's kind of devastating when you know that, like, when you see someone that's gone through a variety of relationships and none of them are really sticking, you know?
0: Yeah. Well, the good thing is, the good news is, I will say, She believes in love, obviously. There you go. (laughs) See, you're the optimist. (laughs) Well, you know, for her to keep trying, I feel like she believes in love, and that's the most important thing. So when you're open to it, you will find it. And I think we should end it at that. I love that. That This is a Valentine's Day episode. (laughs) Well, Donna, it has been such a pleasure. I am so upset we didn't link up earlier. I know. Um, and I and I and I bless the TikTok algorithm for for bringing you to my for you page because that is how I found you and it kind of validates all the hours I spent. I in your deep dark hole in my deep dark hole when i find gems like you uh. and when i also find you know great things to buy that i don't need at two o'clock in the morning
1: <laughs> that <laughs> stupid tiktok shop in the i've spent so much money
0: wait and i'm gonna need
1: to talk to you more because i have so many questions for you and namely about jeff lewis like that's what oh, i want to know we
0: made up i'm so glad to hear that you guys are good now we're good. We're totally good. Listen, I just think that Jeff has a knee-jerk reaction to everything because that's just his personality. Totally. But once we started DMing back and forth, he probably realized that, honestly, I didn't mean any harm or any hate towards him because I didn't. No. And it's just the nature of the account is to post information that I receive from you guys. And that's all I did. I didn't you know necessarily give my personal opinion on Jeff Lewis. Oh, l- let me put it this way. I did give him my personal opinion on <laughs> him in the DMs because <laughs> it, you know, it was contentious in the beginning when we started messaging back and forth. Um but in the end we made up and that's all I want. I don't want to make enemies out of the people I post about. So, I even said like I'll meet for a drink. I was supposed to meet him in June and July. It just hasn't worked and mm. you know, I I hope in the future we can link up and I know he doesn't His fans listen to my podcast, be. but... He does or does not? He does not. I was going to give him a message just to say, love you, Jeff. That's all I was well, going to say. Well, I'll tell <laughs> you
1: something. His fans are huge fans of my show so we call them chums that's what Jeff calls his fans and I will spread the word to the chums that do and Jeff are good
0: yeah we're really good and can you tell they were really mean to me the fans were really really mean to me and like that's why his I even fans had to, go hard but it's like unnecessary and I even had to I say know. to him can you tell them to back the fuck off like I don't need to be like in the middle of your fandom bullshit and that's like why I reached out to him I reached out to him or else I was yeah. just going to let it go. Yeah. But I reached out to him, and then, you know, we had it out a little bit, and then in the end, it was a kumbaya, and I would love to meet Jeff for drinks. And I actually think he sounds like a really nice guy.
1: Probably really fun, and yes. obviously, I'm just going to find my way there. But also, um, the the there's another guy that he had, like, this open beef with. Um, he's a People magazine uh, contributor and author. Oh. He actually wrote the Bravo book not all diamonds and rosé oh which was yes like all, I Dave know who Quinn. you're
0: talking about yes yes so yes Dave
1: and I are friends and he was on my show too a couple weeks ago and we talked about Jeff and he said that Jeff had openly talked about that he didn't like him or he thinks they have beef and he said he got messages in his dms you guys have to stop doing this like horrible messages yeah. like unalive yourself yeah. like etc type messages it's not worth it. Like, do not be sending those kind of messages to people just because you think you've heard that they have beef, this and that. And I've gotten messages now because I've opened up about, like, Bethany, people are intense about their, their um, you know, the people who they're fans of. It's not worth it. Let's not
0: do those DMs. Let's not do them. It's not worth it, and it's also not a good look for the celebrity. Like, you know, I've gotten so much shit from fandoms And I know that people that enjoy my content and people that are fans of the content I provide would never go onto somebody else's social media and write a mean comment because like that's not really what I promote. So what does that say about like these fandoms that act like fools? And I'm not even talking about the Swifties or the Harry Styles fans because those are children. I'm talking about. Fandoms of people like Bethany and Jeff Lewis, like
1: like they adult adults, the yeah, fifty year old crew, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm with like, you. What does
0: that say about you know them? I would never ever. I'd be so embarrassed. If, never. If my if my readers and my listeners were b- being so rude on other on like a celebrity's Instagram you know comments I'd be so embarrassed I'd be like I'm I'm with you promote
1: I think the, the the final say when it comes to any of this is like you're allowed to disagree we're all allowed to have different opinions and thoughts about it and in fact that's like kind of what makes all this gossip stuff interesting it would be boring if we were all like robots and just agreed with everything we heard but just be kind about it. There's a great and easy way to say, like, I don't think so. I think Taylor is not dating, da 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 rather than say, you're an idiot. Like, F you, you know, die. Like, those kinds of things. <laughs> <laughs> those kinds of things are just not, like, it, I want to hear your opinions and your thoughts. Like, I, I talk really controversial things in the Bravo universe. So it would be crazy if people are saying, you know, I don't, I, I agree with everything you're saying. Because there's no world where that happens. Just don't
0: yell at me. I agree. Don't please make me feel so bad. Please don't yell at Donna, you guys. No. Please don't. She's, <laughs> she's, she's adorable and I loved Aww. having you. Tell Thank everyone you. where they could find you. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. Thank you. This was a dream. I'm
1: at this is Donna Bowling, but it Donna is spelled the Israeli way D A N A. So that's so confusing to everyone, but at this is Donna Bowling on face on Facebook. Who's on it? On Instagram, on TikTok. I do have a Facebook group Daily Dose of Donna and then my daily podcast. I have a 30-minute daily podcast Daily Dose of Donna. If you love Dumois, you'll love Daily Dose. You'll love it.
0: And follow her on TikTok. Did you yeah, say your for t- sure. you said your TikTok name right? Uh, yeah. this is Donna
1: Bowling. It's okay, the same yeah. on TikTok and Instagram.
0: Yeah, you guys will love to hear her takes on t- TikTok. They're great. Um, please come back. Please come back uh, anytime. Okay. Um, thank you, guys. I'll see you next time. Bye. This has been a production of Cadence Thirteen and Odyssey Studio. New episodes of Do You will air every Thursday. See you next week.